Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome, Livestock Friends, to this edition of Before the Bid. And on this one, we're going out to Ramsey, Illinois, and we're going to talk about some Charlay cattle. And talking to a fellow ag teacher, uh, we've been talking here before we got started and talking about some of the good and bad about ag teaching and some of the events coming up and things like that. So interested to, to talk to this guy and, and excited to talk to Doug Turnall. And he has the Pursuit of Happiness sale here that's going to be on SC Sales, and that is going to be on October 13th and I got some really nice Charlay cattle here to talk with Doug and Doug want to welcome you to the podcast and we got through another day of ag teaching here and uh, ready to go again tomorrow right yeah (laughs) so I guess I gotta go tomorrow you you get to stay home is that right yeah unfortunately the two little boys we have at home uh, one's almost three one's almost one and we got a little rsc we're working through on on those two and so tomorrow's the substitute today was all about trying to get those kids ready and making sure they understand what they need to get done throughout the week while i may or may not be there so it's uh, <laughs> gonna be interesting when it comes to the torch time so <laughs> oh boy um, We'll get it. We'll go get her done. Everything be fine. <laughs> right. Lighting that torch in a welding class. It's it's always interesting. <laughs> yeah, we showed the kids how to do that three different times and had them write it all out. And kids are just nervous as can be. You know, right. it's gonna pop. And so I I made that thing <laughs> pop today. And a couple of those kids jumped. I'm like, I see you guys. I didn't jump back now. You gotta hold on tight. Right. You can get through. And then that also leads. You know, sad teachers. We get off onto life lessons very easily at least i do and uh, you know no different than in life sometimes you get a, a knuckleball and you gotta hold on for dear life and see if you can still get that thing for a hit right oh it's uh it's interesting uh one thing for sure no day no hour is the same in an ag teacher's life <laughs> you're exactly right you are exactly right uh some of them go great and some of them you think it's going to go great and man that thing just hits the pits doesn't it yeah well (laughs) let's just restart this tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) right right yeah we got to go back three days and start all over again sometimes too (laughs) so well doug if you would tell us about the boys tell us about the family there and uh introduce them for us Oh, um yeah very very lucky as uh some individuals i know used to work at a sale barn for a couple of years, took a two-year break from teaching, and uh, my bosses there used to joke around all the time about how I married up, and they're exactly <laughs> right. Uh, I married a red-headed Sicilian divorce lawyer. Uh-huh. Yes, for those of you listening, <laughs> oh, wow. I have to be an excellent boy, and I try to be an excellent boy at all times. <laughs> I laugh. I tell my wife that all the time. She just laughs at me, and she's blessed me with two gorgeous boys, one a redhead, one a little blondie. Uh-huh. And so the, the three-year-old, and we've got some things we're working on with him. And, uh, of course, the 
well, coming three-year-old. And then, of mm-hmm. course, the younger one's coming one here really soon. And uh, just this weekend, took his first steps. So oh, got three steps awesome. out of him, got up to five by Sunday. And so exciting times, but that also means <laughs> busy times. <laughs> we all know how that goes. It's, uh, whew. Oh, you, you want them to walk so bad, and then when they do, it's like, whoa, hang on. <laughs> yeah, slow down, slow down. Come come back here. Hey, just cuddle with me on the couch for a bit. <laughs> Daddy needs a break. He's old. <laughs> oh, wow. That's exciting. Yeah, and I started a little later in life, um, just slightly past 40, and uh-huh. um, that 41 range, and uh-huh. I got two in diapers. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> chasing the boys around and being the jungle gym is uh, – Sometimes a little problematic. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I can understand that. I started a little bit earlier, and so as I tell everybody else, just hold on to those guys because before you know it, they'll be 14. You'll be teaching them in class. And, oh, man. Yeah, it's kind of like, hang on. Yeah, I got my girl in class this year, so uh, that's a little little interesting. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so you guys going to get to come out to national convention then? Yep, we're going to get to get a two-day trip out there. Unfortunately, we've got to be back for a band performance mm-hmm. uh, on Thursday by 5 p.m. So we're going to go out Wednesday and Thursday and try to catch as much as we can. And, you know, the kids are all excited and they want to go, go, go. And Right. But, you know, when you're in a small school like I am, it's, it's hard to be able to do everything. Right. Um, you know, I just happened to, we moved to Ramsey and then a couple of years later that they had the opening for Ag Teacher come up and they couldn't find someone to take it over. And mm-hmm. I didn't really want to go back into teaching, but they convinced me of it to keep the program. And, right. and ever since things have been going really, really well and we're building. I mean, they're, they're not used to a teacher like me that pushes a little, maybe sometimes too hard. And I have to try to back myself off a little bit to build mm-hmm. a program. Mm-hmm. And, and we're working, and the community is wonderful. Right. The community really backs one another. So it's a good place, and it's been a good move for us as a family. Right. But, you know, there's all kinds of things you, you kind of wish you, you could go and do, but I'll be honest, there we have a very small town here, and so you have the haves and the have-nots of, of any other small town. But right. when you can be there for those kids that are the either the haves or especially the have-nots, right. It's a special place in your heart. Right. There's so many I just want to pick up and say, you know, pack your bags, come live with me. Yes. And it, unfortunately, you can't do it. You'd have a house full of them. You know, you can't really pack the house with 20 kids and then have your two little ones along with. And right. So we, we do everything we can. We talk a lot of life lessons during ag class, and, and that's okay. Right. You know, if, if that's what they take out of the time with me, then so be it. Right. You know, I'm all right with that. I, I, I always have education on my mind and my heart. My number one love is the cattle. Number two is the education side. So mm-hmm. when I do judge some of the shows here in Illinois and things of that nature, I take a different approach to things. And uh, we talk out classes before I place them. Uh, we go through and we talk about what animals should that heifer be bred to or, or what's that bull going to be used for most correctly to get the best out of them mm-hmm. to try to help those kids have a better understanding rather than as you know very well if you go through and place them one young man you know his heifer gets fourth out of four and automatically his ears are turned off and he's upset because right. he's worked so hard right. and he doesn't get a learning experience from it and that's the part that i wish we could change with the, the youth programs we have here mm-hmm. everybody's so worried about snagging that big ribbon 
Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we forget about the educational side of it, which is the exact reason why parents are, are buying quality cattle and, and having those kids work them. It's for them to learn right. and gain lifelong experience, um, not just about cattle, but in life. You right. know, understand we have ups and downs. We have bumps. We have bruises. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, right. You hope you don't have too many bruises, but right. you know things happen, and you got to be able to roll with those punches in life. And right. And that's that's why my parents got me into this. That's why everybody else has their children into this. Right. Don't think there's a better way to raise a kid than through what we do. Uh, just a little bit about me. You know, as an ag teacher, you know, us ag teachers can kind of ramble a little bit (laughs) i'll I'll let you on our next spot (laughs) no no we're we're fine we think we're talking good and sometimes our students think we're rambling so you know it's just a matter of different opinion (laughs) yeah they uh they always enjoy that you got off topic again i'm like yep yeah okay yeah might might be five minutes might be 50 minutes right (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) you started to talk a little bit about the history if you would tell us about your upbringing in the cattle business and some of those uh, background things that you have that they got you interested in doing what you're doing we started off as a very small herd you know my first year in 4-H, we went and bought one heifer, you know, and slowly built from there. And my grandmother used to tell me I was the excuse for Grandpa to get back into cattle. <laughs> <laughs> Always good. We, we had a small herd. It was a modest herd. Everybody worked two, three jobs to try to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. So we started off on the lower end of things. And mm-hmm. I learned a lot. And when you're starting off being the foundation of shows when you're a kid, you can either let it harden your heart or you can allow it to sharpen your wheels in your brain. Right. And so uh, after a little bit, I finally got the idea that, you know what, I just need to start watching and learning mm-hmm. and listening. Mm-hmm. And as I did, I started picking up little things here and there and how to get better. And, you know, when you run across a, a Nick Overpack and so many different people that you run across and anytime they're talking, boy, you shut up and listen, you know, right. right. <laughs> and you, you try to get as much knowledge as you can. And, it's taken a lot of years to build that, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, my time at U of I on the judging team and being able to get introduced to new people with different concepts on how cattle are raised, genetics, nutrition, you finally build up your arsenal and build up your toolbox to where you can handle more things. Mm-hmm. So that's one of those things where I restarted, you know, I had to sell out to get through college. When I restarted, I pulled myself away from the family to do things differently. Mm-hmm. And that was a struggle, you know, right out of college, ag teacher salary, <laughs> especially in Illinois, where well, it wasn't a 12-month contract. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, there's a lot of days where it was bread sandwiches and, right. you know, the one meal was the school lunch. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, right. you know, it is what it is. When you believe in something and it has your heart, there's nothing you're not willing to do and, and strive for. All that struggle, all that strife. Has, has really built up for us. We've had some wonderful success. Again, being such a small herd, I'm able to focus on each individual animal mm-hmm. and being able to make sure those matings are going to fix what this needs, what that needs, you know, and trying to fine-tune that nutrition as we go on. And so my time at the sale barn got me introduced to different ways to build gut health Mm-hmm. And the overall health of that animal as we move on. And when you got to do it yourself, you, you learn how to trim feed if you have to. And 
Uh, man, there was a bull we were reserved at Illinois State Fair with one year that I literally had to trim his feet in the stalls the day before. Oh, wow. Because uh, my grandfather didn't believe in trimming feet. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's, there's a lot of things I learned from my grandfather. The majority of them I do not do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, right. he gave me my chance and he gave me my shot and right. a lot of things to really be thankful for there. But there was a lot of learning needing to be done as mm-hmm. well to extend it from there. But it's one of those things to where you you try to pick up every trick of the book you can. But one thing I have watched over the years is there's a lot of tricks that you could use. And there's some of them I just don't use. Right. You know, we try to keep cattle as natural as possible. Mm -hmm. I like cattle to be cattle. I don't work them every single day. I want them to be broke, but I, I want them to be cattle. I want them to gain. I want them to be able to be turned out into that pasture when it's all said and done and go make money. Right. So that's the big thing. You know, we watch these videos and et cetera. We'll see the legs aren't fitted, tail heads fitted. There's a couple sprays of glue on an underline and a top line. Mm-hmm. The necks and heads are all, you know, pretty much zipped. Mm-hmm. You know, so we can see exactly what's there and what's not. We've all in business been around this long enough. We've seen animals that are presented as high as they possibly can come sale day. Right. And for me, Bill Wilson did a wonderful job along with his son, Chad, that the cattle, when they got to their sale, they weren't fat and sassy. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of grow left in them. And so you were buying into animals that were ready to take off and ready to go and had that gut health and, mm-hmm. and had everything done that needed to be done. As you took them home and put them onto a feed system, they took off and went from there. Right. And uh, I tell my students all the time, you know, you don't want to buy an animal best has ever looked in its life is the right. day you buy it right you want to buy an animal and every day at your place it gets better and better and better and so everyone should be able to see through these videos and pictures that a lot of these animals are green yet there's not a single animal in here that that should be labeled as fat because if so i've done my job incorrectly of my own mindset mm-hmm. we like to keep them natural we like to understand that there is a growth pattern that we need to hit And I want them looking the best possible when it comes to junior nationals or Kansas City or wherever that end goal is. Right. Junior nationals, mention that every year I make sure I get to junior nationals and I'm out helping those families that have done business with me in the past and are currently doing business with me. So Mm -hmm. I'll make another trip out to to Nebraska, I believe, is this year's junior nationals. So I will make sure I'm there for anybody that's got heifers to fit and take care of. You know, try to do as much service as we can. Right. And then, you know, with the two small kids still in diapers, it's not <laughs> like I can be gone every weekend, but right. you know, I can definitely make sure I can get to the big ones and, right. and do what I need to do. So Right. Also helps with our job that we can get to do some of that stuff in the summertime. Yeah, especially summertime, things get a lot easier. And at this point in my life, I'm getting a lot more phone calls for judging. And, you know, one thing, since I did change that pattern of how I do things, I will say most times when you judge a show, there's always somebody that disagrees with you. Right. And I've been very, very lucky in the last four or five years that I changed this pattern. Very few individuals have ever had a complaint mm-hmm. because we talk it out. Right. I don't place them. Before I talk them, I talk them first. Mm -hmm. So that way everybody can understand exactly where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. And I think that opens up a lot more discussions for the parents at home with the children and the people making the breeding decisions. And then also for me, because I do get called at times for some consulting and things of that nature Mm -hmm. um, that I'm glad to do. And most times I just pick up the phone and 
just answer the calls right and try to help what i can right i think that's great you've probably seen some things come through that sale barn and some successes and some wrecks and uh, things like that as well. I mean, we're kind of we're kind of talking a little bit different type of of animal and cattle, but but still, you can mm-hmm. apply that to to what you're doing at home and and what you're selling. And you're exactly right. And I met so many different people through there that I'm working as a consultant for about five different guys here in Illinois right now that are commercial gentlemen mm-hmm. that are trying to reinvent their herd. So many of the sale barns talked them into buying these really good cheap cows. Mm-hmm. Everyone listening to this podcast probably understands what exactly what I said and what was wrong with that. <laughs> so trying to go through and teach them how to mm-hmm. go from men with cattle to become cattlemen. Right. And developing that coal program, developing the genetics, things of that nature. And really starting to put a foothold in Southern Illinois down here on why we need to carry a white bull on our black cows. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that I can possibly move 100 bulls at any point in time <laughs> right. in my life but right. you know as that builds more and more people see it and i get more and more phone calls so uh-huh. if i don't have a bull i call up somebody and say hey i know this gentleman has six bulls or that guy has five bulls right and i try to get that person set up with the right bull for them mm-hmm. and hopefully those people that i help sell animals for you know do the same for me down the road i'm not an all for me type person i never have been um Probably a little problematic with that is, as my father says, sometimes you're a little honest to a fault. So, you know, <laughs> so be it, you know, uh, right. I always rail on my students about integrity and, uh, you know, it's, if I'm going to preach it, I better live it. Right. <laughs> you know? You're right. That's how it goes. So I'm okay with that. Exactly. And all the education that you've had, all the hard work that you've done, all the selection that you've done and and things you've paid attention to turns around and we can get right into some of the success that you guys have had. You guys have had quite a bit of success here coming up through and and showing some of these, selling these cattle. So if you would take a few minutes and and tell us here a little about some of the successes that you've had and and that'll kind of get us into some of these cattle that are in the sale as well. Well, I tell you what, uh, the big ones for us have been mainly two bulls. Uh, that fearless bull woke a lot of people up to us, and we had some good females before that. But you know, people are like, oh, he's got one or two heifers, and you know, okay. Mm-hmm. But that fearless bull was a structure changer. I had never seen a bull that perfect out of his front end before, and uh, he bred him that way. Mm-hmm. And you could see those club calves or those big knuckle need steep hip females. He could change them in one generation, and he was very special. Mm-hmm. We had a gentleman out of southern Indiana come in and buy partnership into him. Unfortunately, did mess up his hip as a five-year-old, and we ended up having to put him down. We've got a you know maybe maybe a hundred straws left on that bull, and Jeff Jackson actually jumped on him and used him to a lot of success and. You'll see that lot one female is a no doubt. Fearless's fearless, registered name is in excess is no doubt. Mm-hmm. So you'll see that that lot one, her mother is a daughter of the fearless bull himself. Just Jeff had a tremendous flush down there that reverse sorted and he's, he sold them for really good money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. One of those females was top five in Illinois Junior Show. You guys have paid attention to the Illinois Junior Show, but. Man almighty, you come out of that semi-breed, the main breed, the Angus breed, and the Hereford breed, and oh, yeah. some of those girls are 
worth well over 60 grand and you're probably still talking about females that didn't even get out of their own class right and to have a white do that in illinois and to be in that top five is very very special mm-hmm. but that fearless bull woke people up to us the christopher bull was uh, you know every once in a while you got to have some luck and I had bought some embryos out of the Creek Cut Greta cow, which I loved to death as a performance female. Happened to be out of Diablo, and I knew he made good females, maybe not super pretty, but really good, solid females. We got two of those three to stick, and I saw one pregnant recip. Of course, that was the only heifer of the flush. <laughs> and then I had the bull, and you know, I kept looking at bull calf. Man, I love that. I really like that muscle pattern. Maybe I'll just keep him back and. You know, take him to county fair around here. He wins a county fair. You know, no big deal. Go to state fair. He ends up reserved there. I'm like, yeah, he's a nice bull calf. Mm-hmm. You know, get to Kansas City and we go in that classic and end up finishing in the top five. And I'm looking around going, oh, maybe I got something here. And, and we uh, get to the next day and we smoked that division. I mean, just smoked it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking around going, oh, my, oh, my. Uh, uh, what wait a minute so <laughs> we get him to denver unfortunately our entries get lost to fort worth which is the national show that year uh-huh. get him to denver and he wins that thing mm-hmm. and so you know guy with 10 to 12 cows winning denver it's that's a, that's, a special deal and right man i love that bull he has done so many amazing things for us just this year i mean you look at at least three heifers down in texas uh, come from Kevin Doonan and David Skeens and, you know, multiple people are showing down there and man, they are just wiping up those, those big trophies. Mm-hmm. One of those females was top five at heart of Texas just Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then turn around the very next day, a different St. Christopher wins the Charlotte breed. Oh, wow. That bull, he does not have a bad one. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. And it's so weird when you find one like that. Because he, he's not producing sailboard calves. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Every one of them, right. whether it's a bull or a heifer, is is going to be a sellable animal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we get further and further along, people start breeding him to the higher and higher quality. I think that bull is going to become a mainstay. Mm-hmm. Now, he's six years old already, mm-hmm. and he's doing everything he has been asked to do and more. And SEMA sales are proven that people are waking up and, and coming on. Mm-hmm. And we're getting to the point to where the other partner and I are discussing about needing to up that semen price a little bit, back up to 50 bucks a straw, but we haven't made that jump yet. Probably something that's going to be coming down the path here soon, but mm-hmm. man, that bull is just, you can't find him wider. You can't find him as clean jointed as he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like a Mack truck on glorious rims. I mean... <laughs> And the side that really shook me on that bull is that bull is a six-year-old. Mm-hmm. He has never been on a hoof trimming table. Oh, wow. Ever. You know, most show bulls been on a hoof trimming table probably more times than you can shake your fingers. Right. And that bull's never seen one. Mm-hmm. So I just love the foot on him. We collected him. He collected a thousand straws and four jumps. Oh, geez. When you talk about a sound animal, he's sound on all sides. Mm-hmm. That's uh, awesome. That one's pretty darn special and we've had some females do that uh fearless's mother you'll see her we got some embryos out of her to christopher down the line mm-hmm. we sold her as a seven-year-old in our first online sale for 10 five mm-hmm. that thing paid herself off in under a year in, in embryo sales alone mm-hmm. 
you'll find out the lot two bull, that mother, that's our lead female, that dolly cow. Mm-hmm. And uh, that one is just, wow. We, we bought a set of embryos. We had two heifers, sold one of my first sale for 14000 She went to California. Mm-hmm. We kept the bigger heifer. It was a little slightly shorter neck than the other one, but had a bigger weenie weight and yearling weight. And you can see why. We're going to be flushing her to St. Christopher here, uh, playing oversights on the 12th, the day before the sale. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a reverse sort there. And we love that cow. We think she is our mainstay future. Mm-hmm. We've also got Fearless's mother, the, they call her Ice Queen with Richland Farms, new owners. We've got an outsider to her, won her class at OKC at the national show this last year. And we're expecting exciting things out of that one. You know, we're carrying two more St. Christopher daughters. One we're already put into the ET program and you'll see her first ET calf is at lot six bull. Mm-hmm. Uh, she went out in Louisville at the national show and won her class on junior show day and ends up second on open show day. But the young lady, you know, the eight-year-old girl showing her, <laughs> that heifer decided she didn't want to mess with that day. So uh-huh. we ended up second. That's how that goes. Uh-huh. Uh, sometimes you have good luck. Sometimes you don't. Right. <laughs> right. We're, we're definitely building and, and going and moving forward. And we're always trying to be a little different. That's why you're not going to see every single outsider or firewater and mm-hmm. We've got to be a little different to put our stamp on things and and to be able to sell cattle that can still go out and be used on everybody else's that are using firewater and outsider. Mm -hmm. And so that's where our focus is here. We know we need to be a little different and we're very good at being a little different. (laughs) My wife, if she heard that, she'd really be laughing right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something to keep you standing out and being a little different. Not all bad on that stance. So if you're ready, Doug, let's get into some of these cattle. Let's, Let's first, they can see some of that success. They can see... Uh, some more information they can see it on your facebook page you've got mm-hmm. a, a tccs turnall charlotte cattle services mm-hmm. they can go to that facebook page they can like it follow everything that that you're doing i have liked it already and, and looking at some of those things down there you've got some sale information you've got some uh, pictures of some of those successes where else can we get some information on you guys uh, on the sale that sort of thing of course on sc and then SC is the big one, and then Facebook as well. Okay. I'll be honest, I have not updated our website here recently. A little too many things going on, but as we get a little mm-hmm. closer, we'll get that website back up and rolling. Mm-hmm. I believe it's pccattleservices.com. Right. right. But, you know, feel free to you know give me a call sometime, and you know, let's talk. And that's whether you do business with me or not. I, I love talking cattle, so right. <laughs> right. it's always a good escape from the teaching or the poopy diapers you got to change those type of things so (laughs) (laughs) we all know how that goes right yes yeah so uh you guys if if you're uh, not watching the podcast video on our facebook page or youtube channel why if you are where you can go look at these cattle while we talk them go go to sc and again the sale is on october 13th so go down there the pursuit of happiness sale and Doug, let's get into this lot one and, and start off with a bang here with a really, really good one. Man, I really like the slot one female. You know, her mother's out of that fearless bull, and her mother did some winning when they campaigned her down in Texas. Uh, that family bought her from Jeff Jackson. Uh, she won multiple titles down there. That female, female is now up at my place being managed by me, and they had had her bred bad ombre. 
and you know that umbra hasn't had a ton of them hit the market yet but man if you can see the extension this thing's got up front if you've seen a picture of that bad ombre bull you know exactly how she's got the rib dimension and that extension up front and that came through on that bull hard that fearless line carries that as well but she's not no little dumpy thing uh, there's there's so many of them out there that look really cool right now this is one of them that she's, she's going to keep getting better. She's got a little more frame to her. She's not going to be, again, that, that five-framer. Mm -hmm. She's going to be a big girl. She's going to be a pretty girl. She's got that rib dimension. I love how she gets out and travels. You know, that's one of them that, again, we kept her real clean. Uh, zip that front end. There's nothing special to that neck that we did to it. Mm -hmm. She's as clean as she needs to be, and she's, she's just flat good. Mm -hmm. We come in and... And look at that thing and, and really evaluate her from top down. You know, this is one in my mindset, man almighty, I want to breed her to the St. Christopher Bull so bad. Mm -hmm. It's not even funny. Right. Um, man almighty, I think that is just a home run waiting to happen. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep one flush back in her. And if you can tell already by me talking, you can probably guess on what bull we would use that <laughs> flush on. <laughs> How many guesses do we get? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you need many. <laughs> An April female to boot. Uh, boy, she is a flat good one. And, yeah, watch her video. Uh, check out the pictures on this one. Boy, I'd, I'd be excited about her. She's got a wean weight out of this world. She makes everybody else in the pen look little. And the other ones are not slow growers. She's just that much gas. Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting. You know, I feed a 20% fiber uh, with uh, about a 14% protein and um, 2.4 to 1 calcium. That's my personal ration. And then I cut that half with pre-con. Mm -hmm. And this female is just going to town. Oh, I mean, yeah. I can't wait. You know, somebody gets her home, puts her on that high fiber diet, and just she's just going to continue to get better. Mm-hmm. That's one that, man, it's hard to see her go because she's a family favorite. Right. You know, when you walk up to take a look at them or go out there with a feed bucket, she wants her back rubs. Mm -hmm. She's the one that you got a little kid that wants to go show, wants to have some fun, wants to have a pet along with an excellent production female later on. Mm -hmm. That's a female you want to grab a hold of. Right. I don't know where you go wrong there. Right. And like you say, she's... I don't want to call her green, but she's in condition enough. You take her home, you feed her, and you like her every day from now on. Yeah, you're not going to see fat developing on her pins. You're not going to see fat down her top line. Mm -hmm. She's still relatively green. Mm -hmm. She's just a big girl. Mm -hmm. She's got the rib dimension to go with it. She's not flat-sided. She's got the spring of rib that tells you, okay, this thing, we can feed this thing. Mm -hmm. We can get something done here. Mm -hmm. And I like how we kept her. We, we didn't fit those legs to keep her soft and to show just exactly what her hock looks like. Right. Because there are some individuals that get a little tough on some turton bread things on how they don't handle their hock just exactly right. And, man, I, this one don't do that. Mm -hmm. Fearless is, has really kept that thing sound, and that's just flat a good female. Yeah. Love that beautiful front end, that beautiful head. That one just, your heart can get wrapped up in that one real quick. Absolutely agree. Uh, Doug, these guys want to see one raw, and they want to see one real, and they want to see one not dressed, not anything. Go to the Facebook page, TCCS, turn off Charlay Cattle Services. Go down there, look at this Lot 2 video that you have put up, and you want to talk about a good one right here with this bull. 
I tell you what, sometimes somebody really ought to take my phone away from me because <laughs> it's, it's just so hard when you when you got animals, especially like him and her. Uh, man, this lot two bull, I just can't help but shoot a video of him every time I'm around him. And, you know, you see that latest video I put up on him. He's just standing there at the gate. He's yeah. dirty. He's, yeah. he's been running for a week. We pictured and videoed, and I gave him a week off. You know, uh -huh. I, I, I'm not going to over push him and trying to get him ready for Kansas City as well. And released him out on some grass as well to, to keep things rolling just right. And man, that thing is just impressive, whatever direction you see him from. But when you see him from the rear end, like I have on that video, mm -hmm. you have a new appreciation for what muscle truly is. Mm -hmm. And you have a new appreciation for what shape of rib should look like. Yes. Uh, that thing is, he's as three-dimensional as you can possibly get. And yet he stays clean jointed, just like my Christopher bull and gets out and travels and tracks. And, and then you look at that front end and man, that neck is so cool. Mm -hmm. I've never gotten super excited about a bull calf in my life. You know, mm -hmm. the fearless bull, I really, really liked, you know, he's came along and he grew into it. The Christopher bull I talked about, I didn't really know what I had until I got to Kansas city. This bull calf, three months old, I turned around the pasture and went, oh, what, 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 that little twin bull calf, oh, oh my God. <laughs> and I, I, I'm infatuated with this thing. Man almighty, he's got a cool head and that neck. This thing is really, really neat. That Dolly cow has hit it out the park. And Dolly is a, a Turton Cross Stealth 9509. And I love that cow. Utter everything. Just, we absolutely adore her. And she has the same attitude as that lot one female. She's a lovey-dovey as bull calf is becoming that way as well. I think he understands that we find him pretty special. <laughs> is this her with him on the? Yeah. Yeah. I oh went ahead and put gosh. a picture with her and him next to each other as a, you know, when he was a smaller calf and man, it's just, I've got a picture of her as a, you know, like a nine, 10 month old as well at Tennessee Agribition. You know, that's a cow power coming behind that bull. Mm -hmm. We just believe in him so much. Man, that's one. That's why we're only selling half interest in him. Mm -hmm. Half interest, full possession, goes to the buyer. Mm -hmm. We're going to be a partner with you on him. Mm -hmm. Is man almighty. That thing, I can't wait to see what he does at Kansas City. Right. I went ahead and I put him into the bull classic. So one of those deals were $250 entry. And uh, if you win that thing, there's five grand. If you're second or third, you get your money back. Mm -hmm. But the advertising alone from that literally helps. And I know there are some individuals that I've talked to already on this bull. And they're like, well, he's, he's not out of semen selling bull. Mm -hmm. No. And, and I kind of like that. <laughs> we right. need something different yes. in this industry and in this breed. And he's got a little bit of this and a little bit of that. He's smooth pole. He's so good in so many areas. And we really believe this thing is going to be our next step. Him on the St. Christopher Daughters, I think, could be just beyond a home run. Mm -hmm. I'm just so super excited about him. Absolutely would be, too. We have a tremendous amount of luck there, and uh, we're, we want to do everything we can to advertise him correctly. And, and man, and everybody's looking to go on to something that can go on to the outsiders, the firewaters, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And... We've already got two bulls, the Fearless and St. Christopher, that have been proving to do that and do it well. Mm -hmm. I think this guy's our next step. And, you know, I've always tried to be a, a heifer producer, but 
sometimes you just have to go with what you're good at and apparently it's bulls <laughs> so uh, right. we we don't won't have that every single year obviously uh, right. but when you get a good one you you got to recognize it and right that, that one gets uh, my heart beating pretty quick i can understand why absolutely we better go on to the lot three though we got a saint christopher right here it's the lot three you know the lot three female and you know, the, the picture is, is a little off. That picture does not show her, so please look at the video. That video, she is much more extended neck and cleaner neck than it shows in the picture. That is simply a complete female. She's got enough rib dimension. She's still extremely green. She's really good at the ground. You got to love that level hip. That thing's just got so many good things. And if you've seen what these Christophers do, you'll know the St. Christophers only get better. They do not get worse. They get better every single day, and it's just, it's going to be really neat to see her back as a yearling because she's going to look different, and she's going to be something to play with. That's a neat one. Mm -hmm. We've got her out of Texas. The Skeens brought her up to us to, to be able to put through the sale, and, man, I, I really enjoy this one and how she's designed, and I think somebody is going to be able to finish halter-breaking her a little bit because I've had very little time halter-breaking this one. Mm -hmm. uh, finish halter-breaking her a little bit, and I think you're going to have a whale of a female Again, she's going to get better every day. I don't think you have to shy away from one in a heartbeat. Yeah, I know the picture, being a very, very picky person myself, mm -hmm. that neck looks a little scrunched. Mm -hmm. Again, she was pretty rough broke when we took that picture on halter. And so you look at that video, if you see her on that video, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Right. You know, don't just slide past that thing. Right. Yeah, I agree. If you're not, if, if you're just going to SC to what, to check these out, absolutely go see that video. Uh, and again, we'll have it there on the, on the podcast video, but yeah, absolutely. You will like her neck and her front end when you watch that, uh, compared to the picture. Absolutely agree. So, you know, the big thing on that heifer is we see so many females through the show ring that are, you know, they're powerful or they're big ribbed or they're fancy necked or mm -hmm. that type of thing. And it's it's really hard when you start to really get to the national shows. Those guys are looking for the complete female, mm -hmm. the one that's got it all. And right. and this one checks off almost all those boxes. Mm -hmm. um, so that completeness, that soundness will get you further than having that big haired one. Right. And we've seen that with, you know, the Kevin Dunn heifer mm -hmm. out at Junior Nationals wins her class and just super complete that thing is and, and she's not the tallest she's not the widest but she's just so complete and, and she's i mean that thing if you get to take a look at what he's got is that uh, smart chick daughter out of christopher and i mean that's what christopher does mm -hmm. christopher doing christopher things he makes him complete he makes him good mm -hmm. right absolutely let's go on to the lot four we got a may heifer here uh just a young one here but she's got a little track record there in the family yeah those two may heifers there's there's two full sibs in here lot four and lot seven i'll be honest i was sitting at a, at a sale and those embryos went too cheap mm -hmm. and i got a hold of them and we got two heifers out of those that set of three and this one here is the fancier necked super cool this thing i, I swear was born with show hair as you see the picture in the video understand i body clipped her at least three times before she got pictured mm -hmm. i mean she had eight inches of hair oh, through wow. the summer that thing was shag mm -hmm. so i really didn't know what i had until we got her into the barn <laughs> and you started weed whacking that down right. and that thing is just super cool 
and you cannot get greener than what she and her sister are. You know, they came off of those cows and got shipped all the way here from Virginia. And they're just super, super green. Every day they get better. And that one, I think, has got a stage presence. If you look at that front end and you look at that style and balance. And I mean, this one, if you like style and balance and hair, you want to play in that clubby deal, you want to play in the purebred deal, this one can do either one of those things. Mm-hmm. I think this one somebody can get a hold of and do a lot with. And you get into that summer division, a summer division that breaks you away from Right. Some of those big time marches and Aprils, mm-hmm. you know, where you're not running in division with the lot one heifer, you're mm-hmm. running in your own division. Mm-hmm. I think this thing can do some damage. I think somebody wants to have a little fun with some hair and, and you can tell we didn't fit her legs either. Right. And if we would have, she'd look like she had tree trunks. Right. I mean, she's got hair to boot. Mm-hmm. This one, you, we keep her on that fiber diet and keep her rolling and, She's going to be something really, really neat to deal with all summer long. Right. Absolutely agree. And like you talk, some of the other ones, you got to start at the ground. Look at this sucker. Look at her reach and, and stretch and, and put that back foot down where her front one leaves. Yeah, and she's a full sib to the DF Nikki female that was a national show division winner. Mm-hmm. And I believe the DF Nikki sold for 20000 and I think she's freakier. Mm-hmm. Uh, she definitely got more hair than the Nikki female. That thing is just, she's just so raw and and ready right now to go rock it out bring her home throw her on feed and she's gonna get there right Uh, right. that family's proven it that that cross has proven it you know this is a female that could be sneaky sneaky good by next fall Mm -hmm. run her to kansas city and louisville and lord knows where he might be right have a lot of fun with that one Mm -hmm. lot five we got a march female so we, we try to breed for multiple different things here. The worst thing I, in my mind I could do is pump out heifers that all look the same throughout the sale. And so you see every heifer is a little different because mm-hmm. everybody has a different feeding system. Everybody's got a different genetic profile they're looking for, that type of thing. This is a female that if you have a family that is wanting to do some showing, this thing's got the hip to do it. She's extremely level. She looks darn near the same as her mother the wind's impressive donor and she's got that backing of the cool rep bull you can't get much more consistent in this breed than the cool rep bull and for those that have done business with this in the past i mean caitlin smith can tell you what the wind's impressive daughters do mm-hmm. she loves them you can go up to kelly keister in northern illinois again they're sold on what the wind's impressive donor did for us Quite easily, that Wins Impressive donor was our highest retailing donor of the entire group. Mm-hmm. You know, that cow is just flat good. This one here, yes, she's got a little dewlap underneath that chin. Other than that, that's an extremely clean neck. She's good neck there. I wouldn't call her super long, but she's got plenty of neck. And mm-hmm. that thing's powerful. Uh, love the foot and bone there. Love the hock and the hip design. I think that one you take home. You're going to have a good time showing her, but when you go out and put her in the pasture, that's when she's going to make you money. Mm-hmm. And and that's where we need for these junior kids. I don't, I don't want to sell a junior kid a heifer that's just going to be a show heifer. Right. I want them thing to be able to go out and produce for them as well because we're talking about those kids building something for college or after college or being able to have some income-generating females right. that are going to not just be a show heifer, and right. that female is going to do that. Yes, feminine. Uh, Cowie enough. She's a really nice one. Got uh, another bull here in the lot six. Got an insider. 
and we used Insider. We're trying to play around with uh, what bull's going to land on St. Christopher daughters, mm-hmm. you know, just right. And so that St. Lydia is the female that uh, we actually flushed her before we ever bred her. She won her class at uh, Louisville at the national show and the junior show and was second in the open show the next day uh, because of some attitude issues. Man, there's there's not a female that I've ever seen with more rib and dimension and sheer mass than his mother. And this bull picked that up. And that insider bull didn't take anything away from him one bit. Mm-hmm. She's long and extended neck, just like the bull is. Insider, obviously, freak neck. You know, has really done a really good job. The best way to see that bull is on that video, mm-hmm. to see what he truly is. Because he is much better in person than he comes off on any still photo at any point in time. Whether that's me out here in the barn on a cell phone or, or anywhere else. That bull is so much better in person. I think the only reason I'm not jumping on him going, hey, there's our future is we've got that lot two bull. And I'll tell you what, these are two really good bulls. Just Saturday, we weighed this guy and he weighed 780. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a hell of a weight. The lot two bull weighed 680. I mean, mm-hmm. those two boys are just getting it done. Mm-hmm. This young man here, this one, he's got a ton of hair, unfortunately. Kind of lost some of it right before uh, picture day. This guy's got the hair and the rib and dimension. I think he's going to be one of those that goes out and breeds better than than you could possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. If you want to look for a comparison in a bull like that, if you look at the absolute bull, the absolute bull is super extended neck, big, huge belly, you know, level-hipped, and, and he's breeding so well for Jason Littleton down in Texas. And, when we've got two of his daughters in the sale here. Mm-hmm. And this thing, I think, is designed quite a bit like that bull. I mean, yeah, he's he doesn't have a tiny little birth weight. He needs to go on cows, mm-hmm. uh, but he does not have a cow killer weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the recip that he's out of is a, a 10-year-old tiny little, I think, like 4.8 frame black Angus cow that I got out of the sale barn. Mm-hmm. She's nothing big. And she popped him out on her own, not an issue. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to do anything but walk up and tag him and weigh him. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I like it. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm not really worried about this boy as he moves forward. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking at something that is going to produce well and is going to produce pounds, mm-hmm. this boy's going to do that. Mm-hmm. He's going to have had plenty of style and he's going to have plenty of flash. Absolutely. A lot of guys have been following him on my pictures since he was a little calf on uh, Facebook. Right. You know, the, this is one of them that I've had multiple people try to buy him before the sale. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, guys, I'd, I'd rather just put him through the sale. If right. you're interested, bid. If you're not, so be it. Right. But I'd rather put him through the sale to show what these females are doing, what that St. Lydia donor is doing for us. Right. And that's the big thing here is we don't sell a ton before the sale. We'd rather put them through the sale. Right. Everybody's got a chance at them. Get on their bid and get right. it sorted out that way because we don't like to play the other games. Right. So right. that's one of those things to where we want to be able to really shine and show off on the sale day. And so, I mean, that's why he's here. Right. Is if, if you can't find an appreciation for a fast-growing big power bowl i don't know what to tell you <laughs> right. right i agree yeah and you're going to keep a third interest in him as well yep okay yep. i'm going to keep a third interest in him because i think that guy is going to breed amazingly mm-hmm. and the reason we're keeping a third interest is 
mainly for splitting that semen down the road if he does take off. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's related to a lot of the things we have, mm-hmm. a lot of the St. Christophers. Mm-hmm. So and until we find that other realm that we step into with some of our females, we don't really have an immediate use for him right now. Mm-hmm. But as we go down and, and start to build our, our female battery, uh, I think he's one that we could very well use back here in this own herd. Right. So that's why we're keeping one-third interest on right. him. Makes perfect sense. The lot seven, again, the full sister to the lot four female. Yep, and this one is as yak-haired as her sister. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I think this one I had to body clip four times. Mm-hmm. Hair is not as broke as, as the sister. Uh, lot four heifer, I swear to God, she was born with show broke hair. The lot seven sister, a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that hair is working just fine. I think her best shot is in the video again. You know, uh, in the picture, she looks like she's standing a little off. She's maybe not as freak-necked as her sister, but she does have a little more frame to her. So that is one of them that maybe if you evaluate her like I do, uh, maybe she's not the better show heifer, but she's a female that a young family could get a hold of, and she's got the track record. She's got the family. She's got the genetics. Take that thing home. Breed her to St. Christopher. And I bet that calf would be twice as good as she is in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. But I, I really think this female is a good investment female. If I didn't think she was of quality, she wouldn't be in the sale. Mm-hmm. She'd be going through a sale barn. Mm-hmm. And that's the benefit of having a small herd that I, I am extremely strict with. If I don't believe in them, they're not in the sale. They're not getting sold in a, in a purebred sale whatsoever. They're disappearing to a sale barn. <laughs> right. Right. And thank uh, thank goodness I am extremely lucky. I think I've sold one bull calf that way in the last six years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, I, again, I mean, you get a small herd and you're able to be extremely picky and you really put in the time to study them and breed them the right way. I think you're not going to have to worry about those issues. Mm-hmm. And so we haven't, I believe, because of that reason. Right. Agree. Great way to go about it. Pay attention to that. Be very selective. That's going to end the seven live lots, but then you've got some embryos. you got some semen and, and different things down through here and, and some stuff that's that's really, really exciting, like the lot eight donor that got some insider calves coming out of. So those embryos will be full sibs to lot six bull. Uh, I'll be honest, if, if you get a heifer out of that, I'm going to be extremely, extremely jealous. But <laughs> if you get a heifer out of that, please call me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we put some of those embryos in this year into one of my students' herds, and we use as a cooperator herd. I've actually got two past students that we do that with. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully they stuck, but uh, those guys don't preg check, so we won't know until calving time. Uh-huh. We've got five embryos left out of that flush. We're going to sell three. We're going to keep the other two. We're going to implant them this coming spring. But, you know, the reason we got the six bulls, because I was trying to breed for heifers, uh-huh. that six bull is a good bull. Man almighty, you just think of what a heifer could look like out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that kind of mass and power, ribbon dimension. I mean, you can kind of see her neck and, and just the stage presence that heifer had. That thing, I, I think, has the chance of producing you a female that's going to sell like wildfire. Insider has done amazing on the heifers that he's produced. You know, he's even produced you know a bull that uh, won the classic last year. An uh, insider bull, when you selectively use him on the right females, he's good. Mm-hmm. You don't want to use him on everything, right? But if you selectively use him on what you think is going to work, he's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this female and him work really good. And you can see that in lot six bull, right? 
Absolutely. We're excited about those embryos. And like I said, whoever gets them, you know, if they get a heifer calf, I'm going to be A, jealous, and B, I, I want a phone call. Right. I want to follow that thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Or maybe even an opportunity to bring her back. And that's a very, 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 yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I can't get a heifer out of it, I may need to find it some way or another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't tell them exactly what you're thinking, but that might be a good thought, you think? Yeah. You know, one of my things about buying these embryos is, is and when you got a small herd, you're you're kind of worried, how many bulls am I going to get? How many heifers am I going to get? You've kind of got that nailed down here in the lot nine. Well, last year we learned a hard lesson. Uh, last year we did not have an online sale because we landed all bulls. Mm, oh, my. That was tough year uh -huh. uh, land all bulls and you're focused on a female sale right Ooh, it's, it, it's it was a rough year mm -hmm. um but this lot nine you know booths out of missouri this is their embryos and um the female you see pictured there is their roxy and they've got a full sib to roxy named tiffany as well and i love these two that roxy female I and about six other people tried to buy her off of them at Junior Nationals when we were down at Fort Worth mm -hmm. and just wouldn't do it. And I love, Braden is a very, very smart young man and he knows what he has there. Mm -hmm. So he's selling embryos that are full sibs to that cow. If you get to know that young man, you'll know that he did take one bit of advice from me. He used St. Christopher on her for the first calf <laughs> and their crystal heifer. Oh my, wow. Mm -hmm. I, I love that thing. I tried to buy that one too. And <laughs> they did not want to let that one go, but that's, it's, is what it is. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not ashamed one bit. I, I would gladly take these home with me and put them in next spring, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's what I, that's what I'm selling is embryos that I'm willing to put right in right now. And so I don't want to sell anybody my junk. I don't, you know, right. I mean, Honestly, that stuff just needs to go on the ground and, and getting rid of. And mm -hmm. that's what happens here. Mm -hmm. These are embryos that, man, if you've seen those heifers, you're going to want a piece of one. Mm -hmm. And there are quite a few people that tried to buy that Roxy female. And the only option they've got is to get one of their own. And here's their chance. Right. Absolutely. Sounds exciting as well. And you, mm -hmm. you talk about a lot of embryos, and, and some of us like to collect a lot of embryos and like to collect a <laughs> yeah. lot of semen, and we run out of cows to put it in, kind of what happened here on the Lot 10, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You know, the, the KC Design Bull does not need any introduction. And if you've paid attention to that DSUL Aaron, the Y32, the, she breathes exactly the way she looks. Man, that thing is just stout, stout, stout. I hate selling these, and I'll be honest, there, there's going to be a floor on them, but it's not a super high floor. Mm -hmm. But I've got no problem putting them in myself. Chance of somebody else to put them in if they want. Mm -hmm. But I think this is a tremendous cross, and that's why I bought them from the Grand Hills Dispersal. But, man, I can't get them all in. Mm -hmm. I've got only a few recips here at my place, and those two young men that are past students of mine only have a few recips over there. So if I can get 20... 30 embryos set a year let's be honest if i can get 20 set a year i'm good right if i can get 30 i'm smiling right it's one of those things i i've got to draw a line somewhere and i'd hate to see them just sit in my tank mm -hmm. so those are embryos that need to get used need to get put in and, i mean we all know what that that cross can can go out and perform and do mm -hmm. right 
Uh, you're excited about the St. Chris. We've talked about him. Put him on this Ice Queen female, and we got the embryos here for the Lot 11. This Ice Queen female, again, this is the mother to the Fearless Bull, and you'll see in the Lot 12 a picture of the Fearless Bull. This female is why the Fearless Bull was just so damn structurally good. Mm-hmm. She was just structurally impeccable. Love that front end. Uh, you just love everything about her. That is one female that has just done a tremendous job for Richland Farms in Indiana. She's selling club calves. She's selling purebreds. I even own one. I have owned an, an outsider out of her. They sold some embryos and an individual here in Illinois got them and went ahead and he had an online sale. Not half was in there and I couldn't say no. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there, I definitely, when there's a good one out of my, one of mine, I'm definitely going to be paying attention. Right. But we've got five embryos left there. Uh, we're going to put two in. We're going to sell three. We put some of those in this spring. Uh, we've sold some females out of that before. My sale two years ago, we sold a heifer out of that. That went down to Southern Illinois. I think she sold for thirty-two fifty. She was another May that was extremely green and raw and just super cool designed. And kind of wish I'd have left that one at home, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of kick yourself when you got to sell those. And but that's one of them that you know that family's doing awesome with. She's got a heck of a little bull calf inside down there. I don't know how you go wrong with the Ice Queen and the St. Christopher when you get them mixed. Mm-hmm. That's just flat going to be a good animal that you can go out and put in and use. I don't see where you go wrong there at all. Mm-hmm. Agree. She is really, really cool and, and put St. Chris on her. Kind of want to get me into Charlotte business right now. <laughs> i tell you what, there's a lot of people coming over. This, yep. this white breed has changed. Yes, it has. Uh, we were always growing up, and we were always the more moderately framed ones that were just a, a little more consistent mm-hmm. and that stayed sound. And back when we got into it in the 90s, they weren't them giant, and mm-hmm. we've stayed that way. I still like the bigger females, mm-hmm. but I'm using them on individuals that are still moderate, so I, I like to hover in that 5.5 to 6.5 frame. Mm-hmm. You get over 6.5 frame, I'm, I'm turning away, but, mm-hmm. you know, a good big cow or a good, you know, five and a half framer, I, I can't bat an eye at them. I mean, right. they're they're just good, solid females. Right. We talked about the fearless earlier. We got some embryos here in the lot 12. And and this is a specialty deal. I and Josh St. Peters went in and bought a flush in that impressive 405. If you've ever met the gentleman from Welcome Grove Charlet out of Tennessee, all of his best females in his herd are out of the 405 donor. And you know, she was a 12-year-old when he offered us that flush. And I just, I love that thing. We sold a, a Rushmore bull out of her in our sale two years ago, who's just tearing it up for the for the new owner in Pennsylvania. The pictures of those calves, and, and he's working on a commercial herd and some purebreds, but mainly commercial. And those commercial calves are just, damn, they're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really, really neat. Wish they kind of throw some halters on a few of them and, and get them pushed out. But so that, that impressive 405 is as much maternal power as you could possibly want. You know, and, and it comes from a gentleman that, you know, Silas Maxwell, who's, he's an older gentleman that they're not going to be able to go run and gun at a lot of the national shows. So there are some times that some of us miss those good cows that aren't being promoted at the national shows at times. And this is that one. This is one of those. So Josh and I bought that flush. These are Josh's three embryos, and so 
I used my three. We've got a bull calf on the ground, land about 75 pounds. That just came here mid-September, so we're waiting to see how that one goes, but I'm expecting great things. Mm-hmm. We bought that flush hoping to get heifers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fearless bull, his heifers average about seven grand, mm-hmm. and it's hard to keep one of those when they sell that well. <laughs> right, uh, right. It's, it's, man, it's, it's hard. I can't wait. If there lands a heifer out of that one, again, like I've said about the another flush up there, we land a heifer out of that one. I may be wanting to buy an interest or buying a flush on that one down the road because mm-hmm. his daughters are just that damn good. Mm-hmm. And that cow doesn't miss. Mm-hmm. Again, Silas has heard the best ones he has is out of that 405 cow. Mm-hmm. And, and many of them have become donors themselves. Right. So I think that's one of them that that's a good quality flush. No, it's it's not a big high name show donor. Mm-hmm. That's just flat a great cow. Wants to make you money and keep you in business. Exactly. You like to play a little dangerous here. Uh, you're going to offer some more embryos on this lot and just have a few left here in the lot 13. And the, the lot 13 is actually the mother to, well, she she's related to the ice queen. Mm-hmm. She's out of the same cow as the ice queen. And then she's also the mother of the St. Lydia female. We actually sold this donor as a 10-year-old in our sale two years ago for thirty-two fifty. She went to Colorado. We flushed her to Fargo for her last go uh, before we sold her. And we've got, I think, five embryos left. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put two in ourselves and sell the other three. This is the female that raised our biggest yearling weighted bull ever. The bull we called Teacher's Pride, who won his division at Kansas City. And... And went out and was second in his class at national show at Louisville. And, you know, he's in Iowa working on a commercial herd. That boy was a big seven framer. He was well over 900 pound weaning weight. And his yearling weight was 1,513 pounds. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that dude was just, he, he just kept adding it on. And this female did that. She's got every bit of the growth, the rib dimension. And this female has got the hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ice queen female had hair when she was young. This one had more hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see the picture of her when oh, she yeah. was shown, uh, getting shown. She's a little tinted because she just had so much hair at all times. <laughs> uh, we showed her at Louisville, and I had to body clip her multiple times. Uh-huh. And she still had another five and a half inches left. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I just had to give up and say, you know what? We're going with this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right let it roll. Well, that's really cool. Yeah, if you like the lot four, we've got some full sibs here in the lot 14 and 15. Yeah, lot 14 and 15. Again, we get to that wins impressive donor, and man, she landed 19 in her first flush, 21 in her second conventional flush. Oh I mean, when you land that many, you've you've got to let them some of them go. Right. We did her to Icon, and we have eight embryos left. Well, we've got a past customer that called up and said, "Hey, we want all eight of those embryos. Don't you dare even put them in the sale." <laughs> so those those are going out to Washington. Mm-hmm. So we've got the cooler up ones, impressive embryos left. We've got 15 of them. Mm-hmm. So we're going to offer three of them, and then we're, you know, kind of a pricing deal. If you want six of them, you know, right. maybe you'll be able to get a slightly better deal on those because right. sometimes people don't want to, you know, bite into six. Right. We're going to implant the rest of them. We're, we're not going to sell the rest. Mm-hmm. The rest are going to be used here. 
So you see a sale next year, year after, you're not going to see those embryos up for sale. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a kind of a one-shot deal on those. Uh, if you're interested in that, again, that cool rep bull is, he's flat consistent. Mm -hmm. You know, he's the one that's hired bells and whistles. And there's so many. That bells and whistles bull was a $105,000 half-interest selling bull mm -hmm. as a yearling. And you, you know what he's done in the, in the purebred breed. Right. So you get into that wind's impressive donor, and I, I just don't know how you can really go wrong there with that cross. I mean, right. if, if you're an individual looking for making that future donor, she can make you a future donor. Mm -hmm. I think that is a very big possibility. Get in, hang on, put your seatbelt on, right? Yeah, get in and grow them out and you know, <laughs> see if you can't hit that genie in the bottle because I think that one could do so. Right, absolutely agree. And let's be honest, if you land a bull calf on that, you, you see what the lot four heifer is, turn right. that thing into a bull, and you've got a very highly marketable bull. Right. <laughs> Do we need to talk about the lot 16 and 17, the semen? I, I don't know that we really have to talk about that, Christopher <laughs> Bull. If, I'll be honest, if, if you guys have not seen what he's doing, and you're, you're purposely not looking, uh -huh. and you, you really need to change your mindset and take a look at what he's doing. You know, that other half owner of him took him down and he's not AIing this coming year. Mm -hmm. he, he's going to implant half the herd with embryos and he's releasing that bull on everything. And he released that bull on everything this past year. Mm -hmm. And you see those heifers winning those state shows in Texas straight out of his females that he's running that bull on. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know how you get any better than what he's done. Mm -hmm. And you're going to offer them lots of five and one with a lot of ten. Mm -hmm. So kind of however many you want on that. And keep in mind with that, you know, the, that semen is going to be going up here in the, in the future. Uh, right, right now it's selling at $30 a straw with a $35 signing certificate on the side. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to foresee that probably going up to 50 in the future. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming by 2022, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm not sure exactly when he and I are going to get that taken care of. But mm -hmm. that price is probably going to be going up. Okay, something to think about and look out for. You just can't argue the, the history that he's had and, and what he's been doing. Yeah. Uh, the Lot 18, we're talking about the Fearless again. we got some semen on him. Yep, we're, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty of we're only going to let a little bit go at a time, and we've been selling it at 40 bucks, and the individuals that have seen what he does and sees that he's such a structure changer and have seen the heifers out of him, 40 bucks a pop, they don't bat an eye. Mm -hmm. and. I'm pretty sure if I told him it was going to cost him 70, they wouldn't bat an eye either. Right. Because they know what he's done. Mm -hmm. And so that is one of them that I'll be completely honest. If you use the fearless bull, do yourself a favor. AI him. Make sure they're popped out on the ground just fine, which he will. Super cavities, we use him on heifers. Don't look at them until they're about six months old. Right. Because I have had quite a few people call me and go, Doug, you know, I don't like this heifer calf, you know. So you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll buy her from you today, fifteen hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's only two months old. So I'll tell you what. I'll buy her from you today for fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> right. But the the caveat is, when you wean her, you can't renege on that deal. You cannot go back on it. Right. <laughs> and I can tell you right now, I don't own any fearless heifers at my house because every one of those, they weaned them and went, Doug, no, never mind. She's not for sale. Right. 
Right. And, or they sell for a lot of money. Man, I tell you what, I could have made a lot of cash if they'd have said yes. Right. Right. <laughs> but I warned them ahead of time. I said, you're, you're, gonna, you're not going to like me. It's going to ruin a relationship. Right. But I'll do it if right. you want to do it. Yeah. And every one of them they've kept. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> that's risky, but that's awesome, too. It yeah. is. But, I mean, yeah. those... Those heifers will get it done, and they will continue to grow, and they will continue to come on. Right. They're kind of like the ugly duckling supermodel. Mm-hmm. You know, start out a little ugly, and they start out a, you know, they're, they're okay. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's, it's like that beautiful supermodel that hits right. their 20s, and all of a sudden, you're like, wow. And <laughs> that's what the fearless bull does. Right. That's awesome. Just hang on and keep feeding them. So. Yeah. You know, everybody wants that new bull. Everybody wants the new stuff. Everybody wants to do that. Uh, they can be pretty safe right here, uh, staying with the fast track and, and doing what he's done. And maybe, you know, maybe some of those guys like some of that older school stuff and know a little more safe, and you can do that right here on the Lot 19. Exactly. We, we just happened to luck into the two straws on him. And, you know, it's one of those things where, man, I could use him on heifers. I could. So many different things, but, you know, you got so many irons in the fire, and all of a sudden you start looking through the semen tank, and you're like, um, I think I need to lighten the load. <laughs> and so that's one of them here. You know, right. that fast-track bull made his owners a lot of money in semen sales, and mm-hmm. he did it for a reason. He was consistent, and he was a high-quality bull. And that's one of them. You need to have something that is not related to anything right now. And you want to try to make that spit shine bull calf or out of, out of that show heifer or make that heifer calf that is just a little bit different. Like I could do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that exactly is worth. It's going to go for whatever it goes for. Not really super easy to find. There are some guys with it out there, but you know, that's going to go whatever it goes for. We talked about that lot six bull and how nice he was and being an insider. And then we've got some insider semen here as the lot 20 to round out the frozen section of the sale. Yeah, we really, really like supporting the junior nationals and that stuff. And we ended up buying uh, two sets of five of semen through that five one year and five the next year. And, you know, we use three on that flush and we're going to keep another three for another flush that we're planning, you know. And so it's kind of like, well... We got four that are here. Um, right. We can't use them on everything. Right. So we're going to go ahead and let these four go, but we're still keeping three. You know, we, we still believe that there is a purpose for the insider bull, mm-hmm. especially on those St. Christopher daughters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as, as we're building up here and looking down the road, you know, him and, and dry town and, and this lot two bull we call Giardani, I think are bulls that are going to work extremely well on that St. Christopher line of females. And so, you know, we're, we're not, I don't want anybody thinking we're giving up on that insider bull. That's right. not the case. Right. We believe in that cars are doing a wonderful job with him and you can see what he's producing for them. They do really, really good work, but you know, we've, we've got those extra straws in the tank and we all need to make room. So, right. you know, there's four up for sale. <laughs> right. Yeah. And share that wealth on those and what a good deal of supporting the junior nationals with those and doing that. My dad likes to do that. Man, if there's semen for sale and it's for a good cause, he's all over it. Yeah. <laughs> so we, I know where that's coming from. We normally end up putting a uh, a package of St. Christopher semen through on that every mm-hmm. single year. And and so we've always just been a part of it. You know, right. Try to help them put that together because that, that's a lot. I mean, there is a lot of money and a lot of time and 
mm-hmm. not near enough thanks that goes in the right. people that are putting that on. Right. And so it, it's just, it's nice to help out. You know, the, this past year, we bought a flush that we're super excited about through that. And so Dale Hecht had a flush go through there as a, a female they call Savannah. Mm-hmm. And it's full sib to the 9509, the stealth 9509 cal. And we had bought some foreigner semen. And we did the first uh, reverse sort flush on foreigner to that cow on an IVF deal. And so we got seven embryos and we've put six of them in and we're really excited about that for next year. Mm-hmm. So those are going to be calving out in the spring. And like I said before, we're, we're trying to be different. We're trying to be on that cutting edge side. And sometimes it's a little risky, Right. but nobody's going to make it big with if you're not willing to risk. Right. And so, you know, that's why we're there. We've got, We've got some of those females that are going to be consistent as can be. Mm-hmm. You got that cool rep female in the sale. Mm-hmm. You've got some of those females that are a little risky with some newer genetics, but they fit exactly what we need. Right. You know, those are the sound, big bellied, good neck females that are not fat already. Mm-hmm. Because we all know what happens to a fat heifer calf. Right. She right. turns into a rough-looking yearling. Right. She doesn't normally make that junior national trip or, or to that state show or to the fall shows, especially at Kansas City, Louisville, Denver. You know, we're, we're very picky on how we handle those females here before they get off into somebody else's herd. Right. Right. Makes for repeat customers and makes for people that know what they're going to get when they come to uh, you guys and, and buy those. Exactly. And we're such a small herd and social media is wonderful for us, but we also recognize social media is a downfall at any point in time. If my integrity is not held in check or if, if I'm not offering a good female or if I'm not helping out with any questions that I need, if I'm not being the customer service side that I need to be, somebody's going to be upset and I don't want to ruin a name. I've worked so hard to build. Right. Because with social media nowadays, we can you can ruin a name real quick. And so we, we work very hard at trying to be everything we need to be to help out. Right. Absolutely agree. So, Doug, man, I appreciate you spending some time with us. Uh, anything else we need to know about this sale before we wrap this thing up? Pretty much, I, I believe in what we've got. I, I believe that those are good, solid purchases. I think those are animals that can go into a herd and, and make change. So I hope you find as much value in those videos as I do. hope you find as much value in the genetics as I do. Because every one of them can do something a little different. I think we've got something in here for about everybody. Absolutely agree. So, Doug, again, appreciate it very much. Take care of those boys. Get those guys well. And get everybody healthy there at the house. And uh, appreciate you taking time to to do that with those guys being sick and things so just want to wish you luck there on the sale october 13th again you guys are at ramsey illinois you can check that sale out on sc sales go down to the pursuit of happiness sale and uh, so doug just want to wish you luck with that thank you sir i really appreciate your time and you know as ag teachers we know how that goes the time is limited <laughs> right. and <laughs> it is what it is and we're going to keep striving forward Right. Um, yep. Hopefully one of my two little ones one day uh, picks up the fever and, right. <laughs> and, and comes along the ride with me with the cattle. Right. I know my grandfather or my father is, is itching to be the grandfather at ringside. 
and uh so he, he can't wait till hey can the first one show it at four years old and my wife's going no and i'm like Shh, dad, she won't know just you know <laughs> yeah. yeah they probably uh, can so the the one side I, I joke with my dad all the time this is the last thing i'll leave you with is i joke around with my dad i said now dad we, we can't uh burn them out real quick you know their first two or three show efforts they're going to get the worst heifer of the bunch mm-hmm. and the rest got to, got to sell to the sale. Oh man, you thought I'd have, I'd have said something horrible to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Lord. He was so mad at me for about six months straight. Whoo. I said, dad, you know, they'll get the nice heifers. They'll, they'll make right. pets out of them. They'll learn to love it and learn how to make them better. Right. Oh man. You'd have thought I'd have said they couldn't show any cows. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, but again, like I, like I said earlier, you know, I'm all about education and that goes right. for my own children as well. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I think that's great. Give them something to work for, something to mm-hmm. work towards. Absolutely agree with that. So, and, and I have a lot of appreciation for that thought. Well, Doug, again, appreciate it very much. Want to wish you luck on the sale and I uh, want to thank you for talking with us. And uh, we want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Bid podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on before the bid.